Welcome to the Employee Ownership Podcast with Bob Whalen, where Bob discusses anything and everything related to employee ownership. Bring it in, Bob. Well, it's such a pleasure to be with you again, Bob, and talking about employee ownership. And what makes this episode even more special is uh, it's part two of answering questions directly from our employee owners in the field. Uh, absolutely love this format for answering employee questions. You know, uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's what this is really all about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get right to it. So our first question today comes from Josh at HB McClure. Josh? Hi, Bob. This is Josh McLaughlin from HB McClure. What is the overall goal of the acquisitions that HB Global acquires? Hey, Josh, thanks for the question. Appreciate it. You know, I think we do have a number of different goals uh, with our acquisition program. So I would say first goal is to add value to our ESOP participants. And so when we do an acquisition, it's based on the fact that we think it's going to have a positive impact on our stock, both in the short term and the long term. So we believe that the acquisition adds value initially, you know, which frankly is is relatively easy for us to figure out. We understand the methodology that our valuation firm uses to do the valuation. And so we can tell, you know, pretty easily whether we're going to add value in the short term. And then the more difficult challenge is acquiring businesses that we think are going to add value over the long run. And so, you know, we want to make sure that we believe that the business will be able to keep the cash flows that they've historically made. And so that's the biggest driver uh, of the acquisitions uh, that we do. We also have some secondary objectives, you know, that we look at when we do acquisitions as well, is first of all, we think geographic diversity is a good thing for our company as a whole and leads to being a more stable company, which allows us more flexibility to think about our employee owners first. And so that's something that we look to achieve through our acquisitions. Something that we didn't realize that we were doing when we first started doing acquisitions, which has also started to play a bigger and bigger role, is we've also diversified into the customers that we serve from an industry standpoint. And so as we bought more and more companies, we become more and more diversified in the industries that we serve. And we think that that serves our business very well in allowing us to be more stable as a company as we go forward. You know, you'll see times where warehousing is going crazy and maybe healthcare slows down. And by doing the acquisitions, we have more and more industry groups that we serve, and therefore uh, we believe that we're more stable. And then the last goal that I think we achieve by doing acquisitions is we, you know, through those acquisitions, create more and more employee owners. And, you know, organizationally, we believe in employee ownership. We believe it's the best financial structure for a business, serves our communities and our states and our, our countries the best of any business model there is. And, and so, you know, we don't make acquisitions just to create more employee owners. 
it is a secondary benefit that we think of and is part of our mission in what we're doing as a company. So Josh, thanks for the question. Really important part of what we're doing as a company and we think adds value to our employee owners. Yes, thank you, Josh, for the question and Bob for that insight on our acquisition strategy. I know a lot of employee owners think about that. Um, Our next question comes from Tisha down at our Nash division in Florida. What's on your mind, Tish? Hello, Bob. My name is Tisha Weber, and I'm the Human Resources Director at Nash Plumbing and Mechanical. I was advised that employees are automatically 100% vested in the ESOP at age 59 and a half, regardless of their years of service. This is something that I was not aware of and wanted to confirm. Could you speak to this, please? Thank you. Tisha, thank you uh, so much for your question. This is a special provision of our uh, ESOP that every person, once they turn 59 and a half, regardless of how long they've been with our organization, is 100% vested. So as soon as they're eligible for the plan and they're allocated shares at 59 and a half, you're 100% vested. And so that is in fact true. And I think is an important aspect of our ESOP plan that 59 and a half is the federal age for retirement. And we do vest everybody once they hit that age. So thank you very much for your question. Yes, thank you. Tish, that was a really great question. We do have folks who likely really don't know that. So um, I appreciate you uh, asking. Our next question comes from Kelly at HB McClure. What are you wondering today? Hi, my name's Kelly Overlander, and I work out of the York Division of York, Pennsylvania, Commercial Service Department. I've witnessed the company grow and evolve over the last 16 years. What do you think is the most impactful cultural change since our ESOP started until now, year 2022. Kelly, thank you so much uh, for the question. You know, I really think the most important thing that our ESOP did is it helped represent or help facilitate our foundational core value of trust. So, you know, hopefully our employee owners see that we've put our money where our mouth is. You know, we've created over the last 10 years, $150 million worth of equity value in this business. And it's being shared with all of our employee owners through uh, the ESOP plan. And hopefully the ESOP has reinforced that, that everything that we create is shared with every single person in this company. And I think not only have have we tried to do that with the ESOP plan, but we do it in multiple other ways as well. You know, we are um, willing to share, do and willing to share our financial performance information with anybody in the company. So anybody in the company that's interested in knowing how HB Global is doing as a company or how an individual division is doing, you know, we're more than happy to share that information. For me, the biggest impact that we've got out of that is just the level of trust. If you go out and work for a bunch of different companies, there's very few uh, companies that entrust their financial information with all their employees. And we have done that for a long time. So I think the biggest value that's come out of the ESOP and many of the other decisions that we've made is that they perfectly reinforce our 
foundational core value of trust. And hopefully that gives you all a language. You know, when when something's going out there that you think was just the, the best thing, you know, you can put it into a language, how that reinforced the trust in our employee owners and vice versa. If you think there's something that we're going in a, in a wrong direction, you know, hopefully it also gives you a language to talk about that. You know, you believe that this action has not reinforced trust within our organization. So, you know, for me, that's probably the most important thing that we've gotten out of the ESOP uh, since we started. So thank you for that question. Yeah, there's definitely a different feeling when you come to work and you know that the revenue and profits that you help create really come back to you as an employee owner versus, you know, just a few at the top. It's it definitely creates a different culture. Well, and I think we've we've got to do more, you know, as a business to really reinforce what's actually going on. I think there's a lot of employees out there that frankly, they view the employee-employer relationship is no different from with us than it is with any other employer. And I think we've got to do a better job. Just this weekend, I looked at our the person I used as the average employee. And after 11 years, they would have had $36,000 in their 401k account if we had done the match. I used a 3%. So 50% on the first six is a really standard 401k match. I don't think anybody had done more than that when they joined us. Their company portion, if they had 100% of it in the S&P 500, which most people don't do, but is probably the best return they would have gotten, would have been $36,000 after 11 years. Their actual account balance after 11 years was 224,000 in their ESOP. Yeah, actually I'm sorry, it was 49,000. So 49,000 in the or in the 401k is what that match would have been and it was 225. So in essence, you know, the difference is $175,000. And and I just don't think you know, very many of our employees really realize the impact that that's had, you know, over their career. Now, that person that we used as an average has really started to accelerate their career here over the last you know, couple of years, so they're no longer an average employee, but it's pretty reflective. You know, he was average for most of that time, so you know, that $225,000 balance is pretty close to you know, what would be you know, a median employee that's been there for that time. I certainly would choose the $225,000 for free in an ESOP over $49,000 in a 401k, uh, much of which I would have contributed to, uh, you know, after 11 years. So thank you, Kelly, for sparking the conversation. Great stuff. Uh, I think we have time for one more question today. And Trisha is in the queue. Trisha? I'm Trisha Silvesi. I'm the Vice President of Internal Audit at HB Global. How can we, as employee owners, positively affect the annual stock valuation? Chris, thank you very much for your question. I often get this question from employees as I'm traveling around to our divisions. And, you know, I think it's really important for everybody to realize that every single position with our company is important. You wouldn't be employed here if what you did was not important important to us thriving as, as a business. 
So I think the first thing that everybody can do is to do their job as well as they possibly can. And I think all of us, you know, should focus on finding the best, most efficient, highest quality, safe ways to do the job uh, that we do. Uh, because if we're here, we have an important function in the success of our company. And to the extent we can do that better, we add value to the performance of our company and, and add value through our ESOP shares. So I think that that's the most important way all of us can add value is to do what we do really well. Secondarily, I would say uh, we also are observers of everything else goes on in our company. And so, you know, I think all of us as employee owners have some skin in the game. If we see some things that we think could be done better, you know, I think we have an obligation as employee owners to bring those things up. Now, I also believe it's really important about how you go about doing that. You know, we can all put ourselves, you know, in the shoes of other employee owners you know, how we say these suggestions are really important. So if we see something that maybe we think could be done better and we go in and ask a question about, I'm curious about, you know, why are we doing, you know, this in this way would come off very differently if we went in and started accusing people of doing stupid things. You know, I, I think, all of us, you know, can recognize that we would respond differently to those two different scenarios. And so I think it's really important how you go about doing it. But I do think it's an obligation of all of our employee owners to have an eye out of things that the business could do better and bring those to people's attention to improve the company. So Trish, thank you for the question. Uh, really appreciate it. Yes, yes. It's almost like we're all rowing in the same boat and in the same direction, but with different paddles. So thank you uh, again for that question, Tricia. And really, well, I can't believe it, but Bob, our time is coming to a close. Thank you for making uh, time in your schedule to be with us today. Yeah, I, I just want to thank all the employee owners that submitted questions, really thoughtful questions that I think not only benefited uh, the person uh, asking the question, but also all of our employee owners. So thank you very much. Yeah. And yes, a special thank you to those employee owners who participated. So if you have a question for Bob about employee ownership, please email us at hbculture at hb-global.com. That's hbculture at hb-global.com. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Employee Ownership Podcast with Bob Whalen, an HB Global production. Thank you for joining us. See you next month.